1: Com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems' Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR chuck no costly or disruptive infrastructure changes fast and easy associate training and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges increase efficiency and enhance customer engagement go to www6 to learn more go to www.6river.com to learn more
0: Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. And on today's episode, I am going to be joined by Aaron Smith. He is the founder of U-Turn Transport based out of Chicago and he's going to tell us about U-Turn Transport and how he's helping to change people's lives who are formerly incarcerated and, and helping them give a, a foundation and be able to start their own business and get into the transportation industry and not only help them but then help the transportation industry address the, the shortage as well of drivers. So, so Aaron's going to tell us a little bit about that, how he kind of got to the point of of founding this company, and and really what he's trying to do here to help these individuals out. So, Aaron, welcome to the show. How are you?
2: I'm all right. Thanks for having me on, Kevin. I really appreciate it
0: definitely happy to have you on i'm very interested to talk about this because i think it's a very interesting topic and and it's something that certainly i think can be helpful to to the individuals themselves and also just to the industry as a whole as another avenue i guess of labor in a sense so so tell us a little bit about u-turn transport what it is you guys do and how you kind of got to the point of starting this company and founding it
2: yeah no definitely as part of my story, I was incarcerated myself mm. for almost a decade in okay. federal prison for nonviolent drug offense. Mm. And I was released three years ago. But prior to my release, I had some experience in the transportation industry. I worked for a big third party, a 3PL. Okay. And I, I was able to get some, some industry experience doing dispatch work. And so I knew when I came home that's at least one area where I had some kind of a mm. experience, like professional experience. And I also wanted to own a trucking company okay. uh, myself as well. And so I also knew that I had to work. So I was like, well, I have some experience doing some dispatch work. Mm. I can go work for another brokerage firm, kind of get the experience and then eventually kind of go out on my own and purchase a truck and eventually hire people that were in similar situations myself mm. who were formerly incarcerated because, what people may not realize is that this is trucking industry or transportation as it relates to trucking yeah. is probably the top three positions or careers that men and women, well, especially men, mm-hmm. what they would like to embark on once they're released. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's very interesting because this yeah. is the freedom, and I think just also the, the financial freedom or potential to have uh, that financial freedom. And so, uh, I started off with one cargo van. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that was a, a low barrier of entry. Meaning you don't need a CDL for that. Yeah. And so that's what I started off with. But then I eventually I hired a gentleman who I was incarcerated with who also had aspirations of, of running his own trucking company. Mm-hmm. And I so pretty much gave him the ropes. So he started that. He's, he's continuing to work with me right now to this day. And I'm purchasing a, a tractor probably this week or next week. And I'll oh, have nice. another driver in there who's also formerly incarcerated but with the goal of eventually become an own operator.
0: Hmm. Very interesting story. And, uh, you know, certainly I think it's interesting to hear that fact you put out there that, you know, a lot of people are actually interested in the transportation industry. And and you you touched on there something interesting. It was because of the the freedom, I guess, you you feel on on the road, right? And and being, you know, in the truck by yourself and, and things of that nature. I think that's pretty interesting. So, But I, I want to backtrack a little bit. You mentioned that you were working as as a dispatcher right for for 3PL while you were, you, you were incarcerated. So tell us a little bit about that program and how that kind of worked.
2: Well, actually, no, but prior to my
0: incarceration. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, prior to you. my incarceration, while I was on bond, mm. I had to work. And so I was able to get a position, entry-level position, dispatch. And so I learned the industry. I did that for about almost two years. And okay. when I came home, when I was released, I realized that, hey, I can go back and do that same kind of work. It's mm-hmm. the most experience I've had with one particular industry. And so that's what I did. So I worked that industry for about three years.
0: Okay. All right. Very interesting. And, and so then that kind of gave you a little bit of a foundation of what you you wanted to do. So. Now, with U Turn Transport, you you've been able to, like you said, start out with the low barrier of entry with the cargo van, and then work your way up to now. You said this week or next week, you are actually buying a full tractor, right? So, so definitely great evolution and progression there. But tell us a little bit about, you know, because I think you know, working in the the warehousing industry and, and things of that nature, you know, it's it's very difficult to to get enough labor right now, right? But but companies can be very I'll say strict in a sense about you know hiring people when they're released or if you know they have a record or something of that nature so so tell us a little bit about you know kind of the I guess for people that might not be aware like the the reality of just how difficult it is to to try and find work for a company without going out on your own like you did how how difficult is that really?
2: I think luckily I I was blessed. I think part mm-hmm. of that was that I was I prepared myself prior to my incarceration. And I also had some schooling before I went to prison. Okay. But again once a while I was inside, I prepared myself, right? Educated myself. Mm-hmm. I made myself a plan. Yeah. So when I was released I knew again what kind of a job I wanted to go into. Not everybody applies themselves that way. Luckily I think in the environment that we're in right now, there's a labor shortage, so yeah. employers are looking for alternative, if you will, kind of employment sources. And some of those employment sources now are people that were formerly incarcerated. Right. They're a little bit more, they're a little bit more open to hiring people with a with a background of some sort. And but what employers really don't realize is that we're some of the most hardworking individuals because, in a sense, we have to prove ourselves. Right? right. It's already just like. This red X is on our back, but also we have to prove ourselves to our parole and probation. Mm-hmm. And so there's some accountability there. It mm-hmm. may not always be there with someone that's not formally incarcerated or recently released from prison. Yeah. So there's a watchful eye over you. So you're going to make sure that you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And, uh, and so that, that's what I noticed and that's what I see. And again, luckily in the environment that we're in right now, a lot of employers are a little bit more open to say, okay, all right, let's, let's give this, this panel woman a second chance, Mm -hmm. especially jobs like warehouse jobs.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's a a great environment for, for being able to do that. Cause like we, we both mentioned here, you know, there's this, this labor shortage now and, you know, trying to figure out where can you get workers and, you know, if people are coming out and then, you know, they're willing to work and and ready to do these things. And like you said, you know, they have something to prove, so they're going to work hard. Um, you know, it makes total sense to to kind of look at these things in a, in a different way than maybe we have like in the, in the past. Right. So, so now you, you talked about in there, how, you know, you made a plan while you were incarcerated. So you were ready to, to come out and, you know, basically come out swinging, right. With this, this it's a transportation business. (laughs) Yeah. So, so now with the U-turn transport, not only have you developed your own transportation business that you're, you're running, but you've also been able to develop this box truck training program. So so tell us a little bit about that training program and and why you decided to, to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well I knew that I couldn't get a hundred trucks and scale that quickly, right? Just, right? just it wasn't wasn't feasible or even reality. But yeah. I knew that I can put together of course, based upon my knowledge and mm-hmm. my partner's knowledge, who's, he was also incarcerated for 20 years. Okay. And he has like four box trucks right now. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that we could put our minds together and really put together some comprehensive that can reach the masses quicker than purchasing one truck and putting a driver in there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, box truck industry, non-CDL kind of equipment are really, really popular. Yeah. Uh, the Amazon Relay and all these different outlets to actually get loads. So Mm. mainstream America is like really becoming aware of this new opportunity to create some income. And so uh, we definitely want to kind of put some stuff together where we can give men and women who come from, where we come from, an opportunity to be their own boss. Mm. Um, And so that's what we did. We take a person A through Z, teach them how to not only acquire a truck, once they get that truck, you'll be able to get the loads, working with brokers, working with dispatchers, obtaining your MC number, your DOT number, really preparing them to be successful in the industry. Every week we have Zoom calls mm. where there's like an accountability. Hey, what did you do this week? Like, well, yeah. like we're trying to get you in a truck and get you rolling. Yeah. You don't want you just take the course and you never get in a truck. and You never become on operator. It would defeat the purpose of what our mission is. And so that's what we're doing. And so far, so good.
0: Hmm. Very interesting stuff, and I, I think it makes total sense. And I, I think, like you said, you know, there is such a, a demand now for that type of vehicle and and deliveries to to be made with, like you said, a, a box truck, which is like a pretty simple entry point. Like you mentioned, you started with the cargo van, but I think the big thing you, you touched on is that you know you don't need a, a CDL to to do that, right? So, so that's like a, a big start that you can get started right away without having to you know go through training and all these different things for that cdl which can take a little longer and i can imagine could be you know somewhat discouraging or, or like frustrating yeah. having to now yeah. do all this stuff just to get working but it sounds like you're giving them a, a faster way to to get on their feet and get started and and get driving so now are you starting this as a people are are still incarcerated and working with them to to develop their plans so that when they're released they can start to execute or or this is happening like after release right now
2: yeah this this is happening once someone is released and just to be for clarity the box truck training program is not only for people that were formerly incarcerated or just as involved Mm -hmm. It's for anyone, anyone that decides that they want to kind of jump into this industry. We wanted to make sure they had the right education Mm -hmm. and can leverage our experience with the industry and just with our knowledge to be able to do so in in a right way. So, yeah, it's it's pretty much for anyone. Although that's my story of being incarcerated. And that's also my instructor's story of being incarcerated as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just not we're not only just making it for people that were just as involved with anyone is welcome.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's great. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's good that it's, it's applicable to, to anybody, but I I think it's really great that you're, you know, you have that story behind you and you can kind of show others who are trying to get back on the the right path and, you know, do these types of things and, and better themselves and, and, you know, make a life for themselves too, as well as they get released and really be able to, to help them. So, you know, do you see that, There are other things going on, or do you have other things in mind to to kind of expand upon this? Like we said, you know, you know, aside from the transportation industry, the the warehousing industry is a is a great place too. To you know, have a lot of labor that's demanded right now. So, so do you see yourself kind of expanding what you're you're doing into maybe some of the warehousing side too, or or somewhere else? Yeah, I
2: think there's always room for growth when I think opportunities sometimes present themselves. I'm really passionate about reform work mm-hmm. and help to change the lives of men and women who are, you know, once formerly incarcerated. So as I continue like to embark on just career development, yeah. I'm noticing there are other people reaching out to me from different industries. Warehousing definitely one of them mm-hmm. uh, because there's a, that, that's an entry-level position in most cases in a mm-hmm. warehouse. And I think that it's a great entry point for men and women to kind of get out and kind of get on their feet and which can open up doors or other places. So to answer your question, I am, as of right now, focusing on the transportation logistics side of things.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was curious about that because I think it's, you know, such a good fit for other parts of the, the logistics industry too, as you, as you mentioned. So it'd be interesting to see how you kind of evolve in that and, and what other offerings you might have in, in the future. So, so I'm curious, you know, as you look to this and it, it's great that I think you're, you're utilizing this to, to build your own business, but then you're yeah. also kind of giving back in a sense as well by offering these trainings and, and helping people that are in the same position that you were and, and helping them get on their, their feet. So, so as you look at the, the business now and you look at your transportation business, you know, where do you think you, you see yourself growing this and, and what's really like the, the term mission in the next, you know, five yeah. to 10 years.
2: Yeah, great, great question. I will kind of scale that back a little bit. Maybe I'm a little ambitious, but I would say <laughs> within the next two, two, two to five years, mm-hmm. the goal is to open up the first official CDL training school okay. in the Chicagoland area. That's priority is for not only just formerly incarcerated, but as individuals from marginalized communities,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like places where I come from, yeah. just being able to provide and access to being not only just own operate, maybe they just want to, you know, mm-hmm. get in the trucking industry and want to try for the, one of the big name companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to partner with some of those companies, as I've, i recently partnered with a company uh, right now. I can't say their name as of yet, but they're yeah. they're a huge company. They only really have only op- own operators, and mm-hmm. so we're working out some things to kind of really create a pipeline for them. But doing more of uh, things of that nature, but being able to have my own school. That way we have a pool of talent that we can pull from directly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. And I think that's much needed. Like you said, you know, not only from just incarcerated individuals, but, you know, other like marginalized communities or even, yeah. you know, just kids coming out of, I think, high school that maybe are, are not really sure like what, what to do with themselves. You know, maybe like, you know, school is not an option or something. And, you know, they're, they're logistics and you know transportation industry especially i think is such uh you know like we've been talking here is you know, such a high demand and you know there's always there's always driver shortage like we always need more drivers and you know i think being able to to teach people that at an earlier age or or whenever and, and have them come into that industry and be able to drive i mean is certainly a great thing so it would be great to see um the school as you develop it and and uh, build it out i think that's a a really great um goal to have and i'm sure you're going to hit it like you said you're you're very ambitious and i think that's a a great thing (laughs) so in addition to this uh u-turn transport and the the box uh, truck training programs that you're doing and all these other things you also have a a podcast as well right so tell us a little bit about your your podcast
2: yeah 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 thanks for asking about that (laughs) that's how my When I I was released, that was one of the things on my list of plans to do. Mm -hmm. Although I had never experienced a podcast before, I knew that it was relatively easy to set up based upon what I was reading. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to make it where I would enjoy doing it. So I was able to combine two of my passions, and that was prison reform work Mm -hmm. and also entrepreneurship. And so what spawned out of that idea was escaping the odds and it's a podcast where I interview the formerly incarcerated who are now successful entrepreneurs Mm. so the audience not only gets an inspiring story but also great business tips from unlikely sources right people Mm. that were incarcerated for 5, 10, 20, 25 years and they're successful now and so I wanted to really change the narrative with that but also Increase my own social capital Because I had no professional network Upon my release And I knew that would be a great way Just to kind of get inside Of the entrepreneurial community Mm -hmm. And also kind of show the world That we can be business leaders as well And so I think I've accomplished that Over three seasons Over 70 stories Mm -hmm. I won a Just Society Award So really getting a lot of recognition For the podcast But I just didn't want to only tell stories I wanted to start creating Situations where stories Can be brought out of those situations that I created, like the U-turn transports, right. right? Being able to be in a position to give people opportunities. So that's where we're at now with the podcast, it, it can be heard everywhere. Their podcast mm-hmm. can be listened to.
0: All right, great. And And the name you said is Against the Odds?
2: No, it's escaping, escaping the odds.
0: Oh, escaping the odds, escaping. The yeah, odds. yeah. Oh, I, okay. I
2: get that. I get that often. Yeah, it's kind of kind of similar, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Escape, I, I kind of I played on the word escape. You know. Yeah, yeah. I you got hear you. The word yeah. escape, you yeah. think of jail or prison or yeah. something of that nature. Yeah. And so uh, I just wanted to to be able to escape the odds of returning back to incarceration, and so that's how that was born.
0: Gotcha. All right, great. And we'll definitely put a link to that on our website, too. And, you know, it's very interesting to to learn about U-Turn Transport and uh, everything you're doing to help incarcerated individuals have uh, a foundation to really be able to uh, you know move on and and get their feet on the ground and really build their own business up in the transportation industry and then helping us as an industry as well you know address the the labor shortage in somewhat of a a different way than maybe we have in the past which i think is a a great thing so so aaron i want to thank you so much for for coming on the show and you know if people want to get in touch with you or they want to find out more about u-turn transport how can they do that
2: but he can reach out to me at, he didn't go to my website, com. There's a link on there for the box truck course there. Mm-hmm. And from there, I also can be reached at Podcast at gmail.com.
0: All right, great. And we'll put all that information at the thenewwarehouse.com as well. So, Aaron, thank you once again for coming on the show today.
1: You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton.